everybody. What's what's happening, privates? That's you guys. Hi. Welcome back to the work council. I mean, not you guys, the listeners. Uh, <laughs> welcome back to the work council. Well, it's all fun and games until somebody spoils the end of God of War. Uh, today is April. April thirtieth. Um, it's a Monday. Yes. It's a Monday, and we've put together a super powered cast for the most ambitious crossover in podcast history. I'm Jordan. <laughs> Jacob's here. Hello. Lyle's here. As usual. I'm gesturing. Uh, Jack might be here. Nope, not yet. And Matt will be here later. Uh, how's it going, guys? It's going good. It's go- it's, oh, that's not what I was looking for. I was looking for like excitement. like Somebody well, getting jazzed over something. I kind of got my ass kicked real bad in some 1v1, so I'm kind of feeling down a little bit. Did you 1v1 me, bro? No, not you, bro. Oh, man. Some other bro. I think I think that's only a joke that Gears of War players would get. Um one V one Overwatch, huh? Yep. One V one Overwatch. Who who plays that? Why would you do that? It's just one of the arcade modes right now, so I figured I'd try it out. It's the limited one V one, so you get to pick from one of three heroes and they get to pick from the same three heroes. I don't I always end up getting destroyed on that because I they I always pick the counter and then I'm just I was going to say I got fucking super unlucky on most of my rounds there. I uh played one match, one match of 1v1s and we were both Farah and it was a long <laughs> match of us just flying <laughs> around that. not hitting each other. Yeah. And then I won yeah, I picked, like the first thing and then he quit. <laughs> I picked Doomfist on one match and fucking Farah was <laughs> On the other side, so I got destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, it was great. Therein lies the problem with that movie. Yeah, uh, that's that's why I don't really want to play it very much. Right. Um, how's everybody's couple of weeks been? We've been off. Well, we took last week off because I don't know reasons. I guess. Um, I've done a lot of things. I've done a lot of not things, but I've also done a lot of things. Okay. Anything like super interesting that's not going to fit into the rest of the show? Uh, yeah, I mean, we went to the, the Harley run, um, actually over at the Harley shop and did some pepper sales or, or some, uh, hot sauce sales anyways. Nice. That went pretty good. Yeah. How was the hot uh, sauce biz? Did of, I did a lot of work on that, uh, yeah. on my vacation. So I had a week off a little bit more than a week off and I was doing deliveries in town and in Vegas and nice. trying to kind of branch out to some different culinary outlets and some of it went pretty good and other didn't go very well at all <laughs> but i think that's just how it goes that's the nature of the beast eh? so let me get this straight you hand delivered to vegas well yeah but i mean i already had business there so it wasn't like a, a thing that i made a special trip for oh that's that's pretty that's going above and beyond there man yeah, yeah. pretty cool if if i had a platform <laughs> to recommend you to people i would totally recommend you to people <laughs> right i mean except for the fact that you still haven't gotten your sauce so uh, that, whose fault is that? You didn't deliver to so, Prescott. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It is my fault, you know? Why would you bring that up? Just to shoot yourself down. <laughs> uh, Jacob, how your couple of weeks been? Or I feel like you weren't even here the last time we did one of these, were you? Yeah, I had, uh, like a work meeting that I couldn't get out of. A work meeting. Yeah. <laughs> it was basically all just like prepping for Infinity War is how I spent the first half of my week, and then being absolutely decimated by Infinity War. The oh, was, second was that a half big deal or something? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, oh, just okay. a little bit. 
Gotcha. Uh, well, we won't talk about that just yet. Um, <laughs> I've I've had a pretty uneventful couple of weeks. I worked, and then I came home, and then I didn't work. It was, it was <laughs> a lot of fun. Life. Yeah, it was a lot that of fun. Sounds cool. Um, so let's let's jump off here. Let's get this show on the road. Let's talk about the news that we missed. Uh, two weeks, two weeks running. We piled up news to talk about, and we haven't gotten a chance to talk about them. So yes. First, first thing on our docket here. Um, I know that everyone is disappointed by the Dark Souls remastered delayed for Switch. Raise your oh, hands. Oh yeah, no, I don't care yeah. about that. Man, fuck you. <laughs> uh, yeah, me, me. <laughs> no, I, I really don't either. Actually, it's, it's, <laughs> um, I wanted to check it out. I want to see what it's like, how they do it, how it works uh-huh. on the system. Um, and having, I probably won't talk about this later, but having played Doom on Switch recently and seeing how that actually oh. works, um. I don't know. I'm I'm interested to see how Dark Souls works in like a handheld form. Yeah. Um. I, I want an excuse to play it again, but I'm definitely going to play it on PlayStation. So, you know, was there some sort of difference playing Doom? Uh, just that it was handheld and on a like very <laughs> less powerful machine, so it was like amazing that they actually you, were able to do it. Yeah, I could save you some money right now on that Dark Souls thing, and I could say that like it's probably the same thing, right? It's Totes. like Dark Souls, but on handheld. You know, it's so just saying. Yes, so yes, but also the Dark Souls that I own is on PC, where it's fucked. Even with oh. the like DSX oh. thing, it's still yeah. fucked on PC. So I'm like, screw right. it. I'm just gonna get a new copy. I'm gonna get this updated thing. Um, I haven't even looked into what they've done with it, but if it's anything like when they did Dark Souls Two for like PS4 mm-hmm. and stuff, they completely overhauled it. They did like new enemy positioning and all this kind of stuff to like. Oh, cool. balance different areas separately so if it's anything like that i'm super excited for it um i mean i dove far too heavily into dark souls when it first <laughs> came out um so hopefully i don't memorize like every little nook and cranny yeah. um but uh jacob i want you to tell me about the teens who hacked microsoft oh xbox, hey, xbox underground I read that article a week ago and have since forgot oh I forgot everything i figured everything that i read yeah, people, um, people hacked Microsoft. They fucked up bad. That's, bad. That's the gist of it. Um, I don't. I don't Sorry, I didn't do my homework. That's that's fine. Threw everything off. Um, Vern Troyer died, and <laughs> in, in this yeah. week's this week's death of people, uh, Vern Troyer, beloved actor of of Austin Powers. Um, I'm gonna say this. I'm I'm not going to accuse anyone of this. I'm just gonna say this and see if it's right that you know of. Uh, was that a suicide? I'm not sure. I think I just assumed it was health complications yeah, when I, I read I'm, the headline. But. I'm not going to throw right, Vern Troyer under the bus. Right? What's up? Like, wasn't he sick, like, recently before that? I like think, a month I think that he was. I think that he had some health problems. Um, I'm not sure what, but, I mean, that's that's kind of a thing that, like, little people deal with. And, yeah. and and large people too, um, you know, people of of abnormal proportions uh, struggle with health things like on a regular basis. Um, yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I I heard that somewhere that it was, and like someone was talking about, oh, it's a problem with little people in Hollywood right now, and I don't know, so we won't get into that. But he passed right. away. It's bummer. Like, I was gonna throw this out there. I really wanted to see him in the next Austin Powers movie, so that'd be cool. But um, yeah. Yeah. He 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 was a funny guy. He was a really funny guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you see that thing when he was on? It's like a Good Mythical More 
that they went to his yeah. house to, to acquire something from a celebrity and he gave him like part of a muffin. No. Yeah. Oh, it was funny, dude. That was good. And then the video where he's like cruising around in his little mini car that he got. No, I, I don't know if you saw that. It was like a, it's like a Tesla mini. Yeah. Huh. Uh, anyways, it was a funny little skit that he did. Just like hot rodding around. <laughs> Is it like one of those, uh, the cars you get for your kids on Christmas? Yeah, yeah, yeah like that's, power wheels. That's yeah. fucking awesome. That's yeah. really cool. <laughs> um, let's see. I know we talked a while back about um, how Valve wants to get back into game development, and they've acquired Firewatch developer Campo Santo recently. Oh, um, I don't know if either of you guys played Firewatch. Played oh god damn no. it! Um, Firewatch <laughs> is pretty cool. It was it was like an adventure game where like you're you're in a Firewatch tower and you communicate with other people over these radios. And um, you kind of, you know, go down and scout out the forest, make sure that nobody's fucking shit up. Um, and it's got oh. some, like, surprisingly deep, like, emotional um, themes that it deals with. If I remember correctly, you're, like, you're going through a divorce and, and things are kind of obviously weird there. And then, like, you're talking to the person in the other tower and they're like, yeah, you know, I can kind of sympathize with that. I went through some shit. And it, it just kind of um, had some surprisingly deep conversations so that you wouldn't expect from that. See, like, yeah. I always looked at it on the store and I think there were just too many different survival games happening at the time. And I looked at that and I went, that looks like a survival game. I don't give a shit about that. No. At all. Yeah, no, not a survival game at all. Um, oh, okay. I mean, I, I see why you <laughs> thought that. I definitely understand yeah. why you would say that. Um, but no, it was pretty, it was pretty good. Uh, they said That's that cool. they're still working on the game that they were making um, before Valve bought them. It's not like they're like sweeping them up and making them do something else, at least not yet. Uh, so that's that's good to hear. It's probably just Valve sees money in it and wants money, like mm-hmm. Valve does. Yeah. Which is understandable. Uh, let's see. I was hoping to get Matt to talk about this one with, but I you know, Ooh, I, I think I know what it is. This affects all of us. Um, Belgium has declared loot boxes gambling and therefore illegal in the country of Belgium. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's kind of it's kind of a shoe that we expected to drop. Right. Like, especially when the government started being like, whoa, this is a little strange. Um, but like in the grand scheme of things, I don't think Belgium is, is a powerful company, a powerful country, um, in this particular Mm. thing, you know, uh, even the screenshot for the article, like shows FIFA, (laughs) like, okay, that's, that's the game that people in Belgium play. Like, I don't think that the game market for sales and stuff is particularly big in that country. So we'll see like where it goes from here. Yeah. I don't think there's probably a whole lot of influence because I've never been thinking about video games and been like, you know what? I wonder what Belgium has to say about this. (laughs) What the fuck (laughs) Belgium's doing about this right now? Like, like, I'm I'm surprised that overwatch like was one of the ones listed as something that would be considered gambling since all you get out of Overwatch loot boxes is purely cosmetic, so that gives you no advantage at all in game. It's like no well, way. That, well, that's pay to win. Affect the gambling aspect of it. The gambling aspect is paying money and not knowing if you're going to be getting something like a reward or if you're going to be getting like a replica or a duplicate or something like that, huh. right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, the, the the frame of reference for that is not necessarily whether it impacts the game at all. It's it's whether you you can conceivably pay money, like cash dollars, and then not know what to get in return like uh, my own personal feelings on it i don't think that it's gambling because you're you are getting something you know like you 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 go to a loot box in overwatch per se and you're like okay i know it can be one of these things well while the list of things is fucking massive you're still not going to come away with exactly nothing like if you were gambling you know what i mean 
Um, so, so that's where my stance. Right. I know you're like that's splitting true. a hair yeah. there, but um, that that's kind of how I feel about it. But I, I do see where they're coming from when it's like it's almost predatory in nature for some of these things. Um, yeah, no, for some of them, definitely more than others. Yeah, and and I, you know, the only way to stop some of them, I guess, is to kind of stop all of them. Um, I think I think that would be good for gaming, like to get rid of loot boxes altogether. But I kind of wonder what that does to it as a whole, as far as like a money making thing, because a yeah. lot of games rely on these sorts of things to keep development going forward. Whereas I I kind of wonder how that would be, like um, I take I take Rainbow Six oh. as an example, because like uh-huh. that that game came out three years ago and. Um, They've essentially put out every single update in in the three years that that's been out for free, and they've been able to do that because they do have a small. I mean, it's it's a small portion of this game, and it's not like loot boxes per se, even though they did kind of add those in there. But you can't pay real money for those loot boxes. Um, they've done a significant amount of cosmetics and stuff that you can pay money for. You can pay for um, things up front rather than having to grind them out. You know, they, they've, they've had these microtransactions that have kept that game alive for three years. That takes the gambling right out of it though. Right, right. In this particular instance, yes. But, but there are plenty of games. I mean, Overwatch, how, like, is, is Overwatch like doomed to fail if they don't have that loot box revenue, keeping them afloat? Uh, things like Grand Theft Auto five, like they make billions of dollars on that stuff. And this is something that's a new development. I mean, games ran for a long time without that, but now games are a lot more expensive. I don't know. Do you think it's the same thing, or do you think that they're just hauling away extra cash? I mean, they're they're more expensive, and and theoretically, they last longer. Like that's yeah. that's the thing. Like it it kind of plays into what gamers expect now. You know, like you expect yeah. to pick up a game like Overwatch and be able to play it for years, whereas mm-hmm. before. You know, I mean, what's what's a good example? I don't, I don't even know a, like a sufficient example to be honest with you. Um, I'm even thinking like a lengthy game. Like when I played Final Fantasy VII, first of all, that's a long game to play in general. But then also, you probably play through it more than once. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I still never played that as much as I've already played Overwatch. Like I've already put more hours into Overwatch. Yeah, and and even sure. like like on that on that end, like you have that same single player experience take final fantasy 15, for example, and you're like, as a developer, you're expected to enhance that story, add more story to that. And that then on their end gives them a little bit of additional revenue to make the next game. Whereas they don't just pump it out, forget about it and then move on to the next one immediately and hope that this game sells enough that they can, you know, keep going forward. Like, it, it's probably going to be minimal in a lot of instances. Um, but I, I, just, I wonder how this does affect things like, like sequels and I like think sequel it's fatigue just gonna and be things a like situation, that. I think it's just going to be a situation of having to adapt and pivot. Like, you know, you can't pay for something that's going to be considered gambling. Like there's, there's loopholes right in that, that little right. stipulation there, you know, just change the format of what these boxes are. Instead of getting a random thing, you pick the thing that you want and pay for it. <clears throat> like yeah. that's still generating extra revenue and it probably doesn't fall under the same thing. I think that's probably where it'll go is be like, Hey, just, well, and I don't know. And then we, we come back to kind of the problem that we had on the 360 with like horse armor and stuff like pay money for a specific <laughs> item. Like, you know, the horse armor is, is a stupid example, but like you have to make the item you can pay for worthwhile. You yes. know? Yeah. Um, and I, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's weird. It, it would be interesting to see how it is going forward. Like if the U S or if companies start to go away from this, 
Um, because like I know me personally, I've I've spent money in Rainbow Six again as an example, specifically because I want to support the developer. Like yeah. I I don't necessarily have a problem with like grinding to get this thing or whatever, but I do want to support the developer because they're doing work that I like. So I'm happy mm-hmm. to pitch in more, more money for them. You know, the game yeah. has lasted me three years. In in my brain, almost, I should pay for three games. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, that's probably a stupid way to think about it. But I, I at least have that net in my head. That like, okay, if I want to, I can spend up to this much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, over the life of the game or, or whatever. Um, so that's that'll be interesting to watch going forward. I'll definitely keep my eye on that. Um, let's see. One of the last things here, uh, Jacob, you brought up that, you know, Nintendo still has plans for the 3DS going forward. Yeah, that was wild to me when I read that article the other day. Uh, I assumed 2019 and beyond. Yeah, I assumed, you know, they just come with the new 3DS that where they were going to end it. And then switch came out. I figured that would just become the new mobile platform. Yeah, really with, Um, with the switch being so mobile, I mean, it's, it's big by comparison, but that and like their, their like phone game push. Yeah. I didn't even think about the, what was that last one that came out? Like Mario run or whatever for the iOS. Well, they have Mario run. Then they had that animal crossing or not. Is it animal crossing? Oh, is that theirs? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That and harvest moon. I get confused. Um, but there was that, there was, um, fire emblem. There's a fire emblem game. Um, they just announced a new one. Not that long ago that I can't remember, but it's a new IP. Um, oh yeah, let me look this up real quick because it's um, it it seems like an interesting way for them to go. Uh, brand new franchise, Dragalia Lost. Um, I don't I don't know when this is coming. I don't know what they actually say, um, but it's it's like a it's a Nintendo game, and it's it's a like IP that they've never dealt with before. So that that in itself is is also pretty interesting um, because they they don't do that very often. Like they they've done it. No. They did it on the Switch with Arms. They did it on the Wii U with with Splatoon. But like out of the outside of those two examples, I can't think of anything else that's been like a Nintendo property that's been new for like years. No, yeah. Um, and and also, also I think it's kind of weird because it seems like the point where you'd see. I mean, I hate to fucking <laughs> maybe they did this on purpose. It seems like the point where you'd see a new 3DS equivalent. You know what I mean? If they were going to stick to that sort of mobile gameplay, you would see mm-hmm. like the Nintendo 4DS to make a dumb fucking name out of it. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like yeah. a sequel to the system. Um, As they do. Uh, other than just like an iteration on it, which they've been doing. And I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's the way things are going with like PS4 Pro and Xbox One X. Like maybe it just continues down this like phone path where everything is just an iteration yeah. on the last thing. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm, I'm not excited about it either. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, and then, so the last thing I wanted to bring up and, um, this, this one, I want to like dive a little bit deeper into cause it, it, it actually connects to a lot of stuff. Um, I, I saw that there's a longtime industry veteran by the name of Jay moon, uh, who passed away recently. Um, he was like a project manager and like an industry veteran. He's been in the, the um, gaming industry for a long time. Um, especially mm-hmm. like back in the nineties. Um, and it, it kind of struck me as, as interesting because, we're now getting to the point and like, it's not exclusive just yet, but we're like, we're getting to the point where the people who like were founders of the games industry and like big players for years are starting to pass away. Whereas like, this is a situation where movies have had this for like a hundred years, you know, books have had this since there's been writing, you know, these other forms Mm -hmm. of media have had these 
mainstays like pass away and then like pass the torch on. So we're starting to see those sorts of things. Um, but I think Jay Moon is significant because of like the role that he had in like early nineties games. Um, specifically, I'll just name a few here. Uh, Turok dinosaur hunter, uh, Batman right. forever and NBA jam tournament edition. So like, love that Batman yeah, forever, <laughs> dude, that game's, <laughs> that game's so good. Um, and also like other Genesis games, like Iggy's wrecking ball and like arrow, the acrobat, like he was involved in, Arrow the Acrobat was one of my first rentals. Dude, that that game is like really, yeah. I went to uh, Super Laser Video and rented that Super Laser Video. Man, <laughs> I was just thinking about the other day. Remember when you could go to um, Bashes and rent games? Yeah, uh, is that a thing that you remember? Um, Not man. Bashes, was it? Was it? I think it was. Oh Bashes. yeah, it was. Yeah, I think they did have one so, and Smiths too. A grocery store anyway. You could walk into the grocery store and go rent fucking Sega Genesis games. Like, dude, that that like that still blows me away. Like, that's how big the rental industry was. Yeah. And and now it's like gone. Like, I mean there's Redbox, but it's like gone for like for the most part. Um So Moon was the co founder of Iguana Entertainment, which I mean most people remember from NBA Jam probably. Um, but like their hands were in so many pots back then. Um, and they were around until 2004. Like they, they had quite a history to work with. What were they doing in 2004? Um, the last thing that they put out was all-star baseball 2005. Um, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that was, you know, it was a licensed baseball game. Um, yeah. Like with a claim, like Iguana and a claim, um, or I'm sorry, they they were acquired by Acclaim. They changed their name to Acclaim Austin. That's right. Um, but yeah, so like that was the last thing they did. And they did like some wrestling game too. Um, but like they got delegated to that like arcade sports game type thing. Dude, um, that was a good time for that style uh, wrestling game, by the way. It, it, it kind of was. Um, it kind of was. I'm, I'm kind of partial to like the PS1 64 ones a little really bit more. I really like the 64 ones a lot. Yeah, like but I like the yeah. I don't know. Anyways, I like the arcade box one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, one, I say one. There were more than one, I'm sure, but for sure. Um, yeah. And the just like it's it's kind of sad because you know to transition to just as a whole, you don't get those like arcade experiences anymore. Like wrestling games, mm-hmm. it's all super serious. Sports games, no, they're all crazy. super serious. Yeah. Like. It's crazy to me that like their Dave and Buster's is still a real thing because like where are the arcade? There are no arcade games. All like my daughter talks about is she goes to Dave and Buster's. They have this like slap the cat or <laughs> uh, fucking jump the lake or like mm-hmm. games that don't. They aren't games. They're like it's so weird. Yeah, you're like basically yeah. just playing like a crane machine equivalent or like I don't know what the yeah. like, phrasing is for, but like the the only thing that gets close to games they're they're ports of mobile games like Mm -hmm. we we have next to our movie theater we have like a small little arcade thing and there's like legit crossy road arcade i saw a flappy bird game one time like like come on um it's it's sad because these games are still getting made like in japan it's still decent i guess like like tekken 7 has been out in japanese arcades for years and like it just came Mm -hmm. over here you know things like that um they're not quite relegated to like pinball machine status, but yeah, like, I don't, I don't know. They, I, I, I thank God for Dave and Buster's because they're sort of keeping it alive. And then there was that place that like Jack was talking about, um, in Chicago that yeah. was kind of, you know, doing the same thing, but 
like if new ones just don't get made, like the old ones are going to die and then that's just going to be the end of it. Like, yeah, that's why I think MAME is pretty cool to, <laughs> to yeah. plug a, a slightly gray area of, of games. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, in, in the recent years, Iguana has been doing South Park games and Turok and then sports stuff for, for a claim. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, they don't, they don't seem that important in like this day and age, but it is, it's still sad to see a, someone dying be like <laughs> someone, yeah. someone who was pretty important in like the era that I started playing games, you know, for the large part of my life. Yeah. And these games right. that like meant a lot to me, you know, you arrow the acrobat, that sort of shit. So, um, that's, that's a bummer. J moon. He will be missed. Um, <laughs> all right, let's talk about the games and movies of the week or weeks. Shall what? we? Huh? So the, <laughs> there's this thing. I don't know that it's news, but I just wanted to mention it because I looked at it. Uh, I've seen it four times today, and each time the title got more intense. So I just wanted to bring Wait, this up. Hold on, before you funny. before you say it, do you mean intense oh. or do you mean misleading? The title. Well, both. I'm okay. sure. All right, go ahead. Just wondering. But the intensity increases. So I saw Cyberpunk's 2000 or 2077 release date might be announced soon. Uh Oh, that's cool. And then the next one I see says CD Projekt Red appears to be taking the wraps off Cyberpunk 2077, whatever. Let's call it Cyberpunk. We can can do that going forward. Cyberpunk. So (laughs) then CDPR to show off RPG at E3. Likely Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. And then the next one says, surprise, Cyberpunk will almost certainly be at E3. <laughs> these were all today that I saw these articles pop up. And I was just like, well, which fucking one is it? <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a case of where, like, someone gets, like, the littlest bit of information. And they're like, I got to run with this. I got to go. Yeah. And then, like, Hype the next person was like, <laughs> they saw that article and heard, like, a little bit of information on the other side. They're like, I'm going to go with this. And progressively, <laughs> right, right. it was just somebody doing their job better. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah that that showed up in the like official roster of E3 things. Um, yeah, I wanted to like pull that up and like talk about what it said, but you have to like go to individual things, and it seemed like a pain in the ass. Um, oh. yeah. yeah, so it says untitled RPG, um, which I mean the only thing that they're realistically working on is Cyberpunk. It's about time for them to show more. But I did make mm-hmm. the joke, and it's only half a joke, like really only halfway <laughs> a joke, um, that it's going to be The Witcher One in HD. Um, and I, I'm only half joking because that game is free on GOG right now. So, oh shit. Yeah. Who knows? Um, maybe it's Anyways, both in gaming, in gaming, um, in gaming and or film. Um, actually, you know what? Film let's, or movie. Let's, let's start with, <laughs> with film and movie with Jacob. I'm going to insert, yeah. a, I'm going to insert a song here. Don't you worry. Okay. I'm not. Does it make me sound cool? Nope. All right, even better. <laughs> um, um, see anything of of note? I did see Avengers, but we can talk about that at a later time. Where I mean, we can I, talk about it. I'm totally down with talking about it. We're not going to spoil anything, but I'm down. Uh, uh, Lyle, have you seen it? No. You care? Yeah. Okay. Um. Here. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet because I have kids, and that sucks. <laughs> it does suck. Ooh. Um. Okay, in in broad strokes, yeah, that's true. Thumbs up, thumbs up. I'm about it. I I also would give it a thumbs up. Um, I can't wait to spoil this movie. The best Marvel movie ever. They also say that on every Marvel movie. (laughs) That literally is said about every new movie that comes out. Um, Yeah, 
I feel I feel that it is a great Marvel movie. The thing that they were trying to do, they did really, really well. Um, and that's all I'm going to say about it for now. Okay. Yeah. I'll what agree else? with that. <laughs> uh, the only other thing of note I watched was that film Mom and Dad with Nicolas Cage and Selma Blair. I don't know oh, if God. you saw the trailer for that. No. Was that like a straight-to-DVD um, thing? No, I think I got a theatrical release. But it's essentially... Have you seen the movie Cooties before? Where like kids yeah, yeah. Like, turn into zombies? Yeah, that's a good It's kind of like that, but parents just like their driving forces to kill their kids. So it's essentially Nicolas Cage just being lunatic Nicolas Cage. Uh, <laughs> Dude, he makes some and, really good faces. Yeah, no, he... I think he got the joke that like he's not a serious actor in this because he... I mean, I don't mean to say that he doesn't sell it, but he plays a crazy dude pretty well. That's good. <laughs> Over the top yeah. Nicolas Cage is my favorite Nicolas Cage. Yeah, I want to see that. I like uh, how... Yeah, I, I'd recommend it. It, it was, had a pretty ambiguous ending also, which I thought was interesting, but... Mm, like, ambiguous, like, a new, a new Mom and Dad 2 is coming, or ambiguous, uh, like, were they really crazy? Who knows? No, like, it, it just doesn't really answer your question all <laughs> oh, the good. way as to oh, like what that, it kind of, it just ends at a high note, I guess. Hmm. Might be a theme this week. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Um, so is it like a comedy? Is it a horror? Is it a, yeah, it's it, okay. So, so I get, you, I think I it's, I think it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a horror that doesn't really take itself too seriously. Okay. There's some like obvious kind of gags, but it's not like campy or anything like that. Is it like trying cool. to be funny? Is it like a Tucker and Dale sort of situation? Or no, okay. no, I, yeah. All right. I think they really just let Nicolas Cage be weird and crazy, uh, and filmed that. And Selma Blair, huh? Wow. God, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, I, I literally only ever think of her as. Liz from Hellboy, and I can't yeah. think of another thing I've seen her in. Oh, I think she's well, it's been fucking probably 10 years since the last time I saw her do anything. Um, yeah, yeah, Hellboy, other things. Um, this movie is certified fresh on Rotten Tomato, really. Yeah, consider that cool. Moving on, uh, <laughs> uh did you have more to say about it before? No, okay. I, that's it. <laughs> That's really all I watched and played a little bit of Overwatch, but have they started rolling out those character updates yet? I think that's this week. Okay. Uh, Symmetra getting a real, real big tweak. Um, I'm interested to see how that goes. I yeah. I th- did you read the thing of what all the devs were saying? The the changes were going to be. Yeah. So we can run down those real quick. Um, I mean, I don't know. A lot of it's kind of like thick. Essentially, the the biggest takeaway that I have, I mean, we can just go there, is that her her gun no longer like heat seeks or like locks on. Um, yeah. I found that the biggest pain in the ass to deal with because I could never do it properly, and it always was happening to me like perfectly. I guess I yeah, just suck, I, but no, I'm the exact same way. I so I guess they're gonna give it like a Zarya beam or something like that now, and you just gotta. Uh... Yeah, it's gonna be gonna be more like a straight beam, just like a straight line. Yeah. Um, and also well, her teleporter sucks, being bounded. No oh well, I mean, hey, 
You do all right as uh, Torb. <laughs> Play the game, baby. In- insert, insert ring shot sound effect. Um, but what the hell else? Is gonna- oh, her teleporter moving to E is also weird. It's no longer her yeah. It's, yeah, it's just and you, you you can only cast it like twenty five feet in a like an area around you. So I think it's mainly for mobility now, like getting people up on ledges and stuff like that. Yeah, so it's not going to be like super crazy, and it only lasts like a certain amount of time. Um, I I don't I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I thought it was an interesting play to be able to get to the front line really quickly. Um, and you know, it, it kind of gave defenders an, an ability to defend um, situations yeah. where they totally were like getting overpowered and, and could kind of sw- swing the tide backwards. Um, so I don't, I don't know if this like takes that away or, or what, I'm not really sure. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's interesting. I, I will see when it comes out. I, I'm very interested to see if I can use her now or whether I yeah. still suck. I don't know. It's one or the other. <laughs> Uh, Lyle, how about you? I, I heard that you watched some movies and played some stuff. Yeah, I watched Super Troopers too. Okay, lay it on me. It, I think it was really good. I heard a lot of people coming out of the theater saying, "Ooh, that sucked." <laughs> but I thought it was—it was like exactly what you would expect because a movie comes out that far ahead of the first one, and they're gonna do throwback jokes and they're gonna like try and you know the the inside jokes and stuff like that. And they did do a lot of that, but. I liked it. I thought it was effective. Okay. Yeah, it felt like, uh, I don't know. It didn't feel stale to me. It, it was good. Okay. They had some Sweet. callbacks to like minor characters that were really funny. <laughs> they right. had like the uh, Jim Gaffigan when he had the right meow bit in the first one. He sees them again and he's like, oh, no, I remember you. And he's trying to do the right meow thing back to them. And they're like, <laughs> pretending like they have no fucking idea who this guy is. And then just as they leave, he's all, I remember you dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just good stuff. All right, not but bad. anyways, that movie was good. I don't remember a lot of the specifics because uh, it was 420. Sure. Um, yeah. So if, if we're going to, uh, I mean, a lot of the stuff that you're saying sounds a lot like Dumb and Dumber 2 to me. Um, so uh, so if, no. we're gonna, if we're going to put this, in... I didn't like Dumb and Dumber 2. Okay. Like, I... All right. Yeah, so if we're going to put this in a Pantheon, I'm going to go ahead and say that Anchorman 2 is at the top. Zoolander 2 is at the bottom. Um, <laughs> and Dumb and Dumber 2 is somewhere in the middle. Super Troopers 2 is definitely above Dumb and Dumber. Not by like a whole shitload, but probably... Okay. Yeah, it, it's definitely above that. And then I don't think it really comes close to Anchorman 2 because Anchorman 2. Yeah, that, that was actually like the way to do that as far as I'm concerned. Um, okay. I, I will consider it now. I'll rent it when it comes out in Redbox or Netflix or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and, and mostly on movies, I just caught up with old stuff. Like, I didn't see Jigsaw when it came out because I don't really care about that series. It mm-hmm. was it was okay. I mean, it's if, you, if you're a fan of it and you know, like, everything about it, then you're watching this and don't expect anything, like, mind-shattering. It's just, like, a side story that works, kind of. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it is a side story. I mean, I shouldn't have said that probably, but yeah. No, I mean, people probably know this. I just know nothing. Like, I've not looked into it at all. I just know that, like... It does It does follow the timeline as far as when it is uh, or when it's set, but... Okay. It, it's just, meh. I don't know. Sure. 
Anyways, if you like it, the, the style of movie, that's probably fine. Yeah, people have kind of felt that those movies were meh for a long time, so don't worry. <laughs> yeah, uh, I watched Molly's Game. wasn't my kind of movie. Uh, Still don't know what she, that is. She's a <laughs> she ran like uh, illegal gambling games in, in New York, I think it was, and then oh, okay. she went to trial. And anyway, eh, eh. Yeah, okay, not not my genre. Probably not yours. Uh, Weird drama Hounds thing. of Love. Also, sorry. Hounds of Love is what is that? Uh, New Zealand or Australia? A, a, a horror know. thing of some sort. It's uh, not a horror thing. It's nope. uh, it n- not really. It's a kidnapping movie, and the ending of it, the justice is served. So, hmm. also certified really... fresh. We're doing pretty good today. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it wasn't a bad movie by any means. I just didn't know what it was really going into it, and it looked like it was going to be kind of like horror esque or like dark thriller kind of thing. And it oh. really was just a kidnapping movie with an okay ending. This movie takes place in Perth. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. That's that's not a place you normally like set things. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. cool. It's, it's really cool. Uh saw Pacific Rim 2 finally because it wasn't really a thing I had to see. Okay. Should I watch that? But it was good. It was fine. But should, I didn't sh- regret it. Like okay. I the only thing is I sat through the first part of it where nothing happens and I was like, well, this is going to get good soon and then it did. So Okay. okay. The, the, yeah, I thought it, that was good. I, I have two questions. Um, okay. I heard a lot about like the new girl, the like younger girl or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Is she good? She like do good in the movie? She yeah. make you like so want to see more my, of her acting? Here's my big problem with it. I don't feel like it was her fault because I felt like when I did see her and she did have a moment, she owned that moment. Okay. But I felt like maybe they didn't, play her right in my opinion i felt like she would she could have been a stronger like badder ass character and she was just kind of badass because of the way that they put her in okay but yeah no i think she did really good um second question how are the robot robot how are the designs of these machines um so like coming out of the first one i thought that they all like look cool they were all varied and stuff you know they had their different ages and like different nationalities um, I thought the Cherno Alpha, the fucking Russian one with the giant square head, I thought that was badass. Um, yeah, this one has some good variation in it, and okay. actually it has one of my favorite things. Like, it just had this really agile uh, ninja-esque one that was like throwing roundhouse kicks and flipping around, kind of, so okay. I thought that was really neat. Um, but then they do have like the big bruiser type, and then they've got like a real small one that's kind of cute. Did they did they recycle any? Is Gypsy Danger back? Mm, I don't think so. Okay. No, I I don't know. Okay. No, I they probably would have made a big deal out of it. Like, yeah, exactly. Oh, you know what? I don't think so. Is this a? No, never mind. Um. Okay. Cool. 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 I want to see that, even though Delta. So that's all involved. the. It's all the movie things I did, and then I downloaded a shit ton of games and hardly played any of them. Okay. It's typically what I do. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, I do the same. Don't worry. You're, you're I've got friends. one that we could talk about next week if you're going to get it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about yeah. Frostpunk next week, I think. Okay. So I'll hold off on that Kerbal Space Program. All I got to say is uh, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> nothing, nothing worked out. I spilled all sorts of toxic goo over a different country on accident. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> Waging yeah. acts of war. 
I'll do it again when I get stressed out sometime. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, that, it's that like game, a game that you can just kind of mess around with and have fun. That game has seen a lot of updates because none of that shit was there when I played it. The like nuclear oh. waste, not nuclear, but like the waste thing and like well, worrying was, about yeah. other countries. Like, no, that was not a part of it when I you played it. Yeah, you don't still. Yeah, like, still. I just, I sent the rocket up and it had a little goo container. And <laughs> I lost the rocket because it shot off to the side on a crazy trage- trajectory and just crashed and oh okay that makes sense goo everywhere yeah uh-huh. but that wasn't a big thing and then i downloaded god of war played a couple hours of that and oh, okay. sort of ditto played a couple hours of that that seems very zelda like i want to check that out yeah i don't know that i i didn't give it a fair chance and here's why because i got it for pc like a fucking dummy and my uh, Steam controller is dead, and I can't find the adapter for my Xbox controller, so that's not happening. And to play that game on a keyboard is hell. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> like, they don't, they don't map anything for the keyboard. It's only mapped for a controller, so it's like, press A, and then you press A, and it's like, not that A, dummy. Find the A. Oh, and then shit. I'm just pressing around every key on the keyboard to try and find the A, and then it's like, cool, now press B. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. I'm just get a USB cord for your Xbox controller. Yeah, I will. All right, there you go. See, problem solved. Yep, but that's that's pretty much the extent of what I've played and watched. Okay. Um, I I actually did take to watching some movies. Um, I I went and saw Avengers, even though I wasn't like too stoked on it. Um, I have a lot to say about that, and I cannot wait till we do a spoiler thingy on it, which should be like tomorrow. If everyone's free, just throwing that out there. Um, <laughs> I, I I have a lot of thoughts of that movie. Um, I I also watched Veronica, which I know Jacob oh, spoke yeah. of. Um, I don't remember what you said about that movie, Jacob, but um, that was that was interesting. Like, <laughs> like interesting or bad? Interesting. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, I can't really parse my thoughts on it. Like, it wasn't terrible. Um there's just something about it that like didn't really hook me, you know, it's like supposed to be this, um, haunting movie essentially, um, like possession film. Uh, but it isn't really. And it really hammers home the point that like, you don't know if she's crazy or something's actually going on, you know? Um, which it wasn't like, it was effective, but maybe like too effective. I don't, I don't know. I just never believed anything that was happening. I was always like, yeah, she's yeah. probably just imagining it or like, she's the one doing this or whatever. Um, so I mean, it was, it was all right. Like it, it took some chances. It's a Spanish movie. So like they, they kind of did some crazy things. Um, as far as like subtlety goes that American films don't usually do. Um, so I thought that was cool. <laughs> um, I also watched the ritual, which, I That's another was... one that's subtitled, right? No, no, no. That one's in English. Um, oh, man. Okay, I've been avoiding that one because I thought it was a subtitle. No, but... no, it's in English and it's got... <laughs> oh, man, I, I want to I find out that actor's name. The The main guy in it is somebody I recognize and, and I just want to real quickly find out where he's from. Um, so then should I watch this? Is it... I would recommend the, it. The Ritual, yeah. I, I, I recommend, yes. Um, okay. So it's about... God. So these guys, these guys are on a trip and there's like what, four or five of them. And they stop in like a convenience store at one point in 
they're in some Scandinavian country. Jacob, do you remember which one? Like Sweden or something? No, yeah, I want to say Sweden or Norway. Okay, so they're in they're in one of these countries anyway, doing like some hike or whatever, and then they stop off for um the like at a convenience store, and like two of them go in, and the place gets robbed, and one guy watches his friend get killed because he didn't want to give up his wedding ring. Um, I have problems with that. Like, I don't necessarily think it was his job to like save him or whatever, but they like hammer the point home that like he's a shitty friend because this happened. So every huh. year they go do this hike in honor of him or that's, that's their plan anyway, I think is to do it yearly. Um, and they get lost in the woods or they're in the woods guy hurts his leg. So then they decide that they need to take like the quickest route home. So they go straight through these woods and then like shit goes bad, essentially like Blair Witch style. Um, I think compared to the new Blair Witch movie, this like feels like a copycat for like the first half and then it kind of switches things up and like you get this, mm. I'm not going to spoil it, but you get like a new understanding of what's been going on the whole time and it's actually pretty oh, okay. cool. Um, I think it, it plays into like Nordic folklore in a way, mm-hmm. um, which I think is really cool. Um, and, and they kind of, they kind of go for it. Like, I don't know. Cool. You get, you get to see some shit, which is, which is cool. Um, oh, so the main actor is the guy from white Christmas, the white Christmas episode of black mirror. That's where I recognize him from. Oh yeah. He's the one in the cabin with uh, John Hamm. That's, that's oh, where I recognize the yeah. guy from Shaun of the dead. Uh, Nope. Mm-mm. Isn't that the guy that's in the cabin with, John Hamm? I don't I don't think he's in Shaun of the I don't know, I just closed it. Anyway. He's the you've got red on you guy. No, 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 no. Simon Pegg, no. No, fuck no, the the guy at his the, work, guy? the kid. Oh fuck, I don't know. Kid? I don't Anyways, think he's a kid. Doesn't matter. Let's keep going down this road. Let's keep talking like this. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> um no, I do not think that he's in Shaun of the Dead, but I could be I could be wrong. Um I'm just gonna go ahead and yeah. search here. Um or Sean of the yeah, he sure is. Okay. Hey, yo. Cool. Glad we solved that. Um, otherwise, <laughs> I played some games. Um, because of the ritual, I decided to boot up The Forest, which is kind of... Ooh. That actually just came out today um, in full. Uh, so cool. The Forest is a survival thing. Um, I like it because it's a single-player survival thing, where right. I don't have to worry about other players being dickheads. <laughs> um, so you crash, you crash your plane... And you're a survivor and you start out and the first thing you pick up is like this weird fucking axe thing. And I'm really concerned as to why this was on a plane, but I'll go with it. Um, So you walk around after that happens, you start smacking luggage and breaking it open and getting crafting gear. It's one of those games. Um, Eventually, eventually, like it happens pretty quickly. You stumble into like essentially a camp that has like human effigies, like heads on spikes and this, oh. this really cool thing where they're like these people like entangled in tennis rackets, like they were Ugh. shoved through like their head and their arm. And like, there was one through the right arm around the neck and there was another through the left arm around the neck. Like, Bummer. I, don't, I don't know what this game has with, with tennis rackets and tennis balls, but like <laughs> there, there's another thing where like this guy's stomach is cut open and there's like tennis balls inside of it. Um, I'm so not sure what that's about. But I, th- I thought it was pretty cool. You stumble into this camp and there's all these like dead humans around, like, you know, on crucifixes and like cut in half and all this stuff. Um, you you have like a survival book. So like that's the way you learn recipes of like making a campfire and making shelter and all this stuff. 
But like in the back of the survival book, it's like how to make human effigies, how to make heads <laughs> on a stick. And it's, it's really weird in that aspect. Um, yeah. But like, so I stumbled around this island and like you get, you get this real like cannibalistic vibe and I'm sure that that's what it is. So it almost reminded me of like Green Inferno for a while. But but I ended up doing this really dumb thing where I climbed down a rope into like a really, really big hole and got killed by like some spider queen thing. I don't know, dude. It was freaking me out because it was super dark and all I could do was hear it beating the shit out of me. Um, And then so what this game does when you die is you wake up upside down, like captured by these things. Um, Fortunately, your axe is super close. You grab it, you cut yourself down and you escape every time. It's fine. But it's got, like, a really cool atmosphere going for it. And this game's been in development for so fucking long. It's probably, like, the first one of these games that came out. And now it's finally, like, out, out. Um, I yeah, wish, I didn't I realize spend more it was time. still an alpha. <laughs> yeah, yeah, up, in, up until today. Uh, just hit 1.0, just released on Steam. It's 20 bucks. Um, I totally think it's worth it if, like, you're into that sort of, like, freeform single-player thing. Um, mm-hmm. The crux of the story is that you're trying to find your son who was on the plane with you and is now gone. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Um, so I didn't spend too much time in it, but I, I did experience that. Um, I also played the demo for Detroit become human, which is on the PlayStation network right now. I let's see. I think like a lot of people I had reservations going into this as far as like David cage tries to hit a lot of really, really deep subjects and f- like doesn't do it so gracefully let's mm. let's say ever um so i mean just I, I don't know anything about the game really other than what i've seen in like trailers and screenshots and things like that but it looks ambitious yeah it, it like so i didn't know anything either like i've seen the trailers i haven't really watched like much though like i haven't mm-hmm. dug any extra into it um it it is actually crazy ambitious and like the the foot that it puts forward in this particular instance is actually really good. Um, mm. So I think what I can gather the crux of it is in this scene, you're called to a hostage situation. You are a robot um, or an Android or whatever, whatever you are, you know, you look humanoid, yeah. but you're not. Um, so you're called there to um, diffuse this hostage situation and you show up and you do like the heavy rain style walk around and stuff. And um, like the first thing you see is like a fish on the ground. So I like picked up the fish and it was like, put it back or like put it back on the ground or put it back in the tank or put it back on the ground. So I put it in the tank. I was like, you know, whatever. It's not, it's not hurting me. I'm just going to throw it in. And then like this little thing on the screen popped up and said something, something to the effect of like humanity gained or like, like I'm showing human emotion or something. Um, Right. So I thought that was, that was neat. That wasn't something I was necessarily expecting, but I, I understand like it makes become human make more sense a little bit. So I show up and I walk up to the police chief and I'm like, Hey, I'm Connor. I'm here to, I'm the person that they sent, like the company sent or whatever. Um, and like the mom is there, the mom of like the daughter that's, that's currently hostage is there. And she's like, why the fuck did they send one of one of them? You know, she's pissed off that I'm an, an Android. Like, um, so the crux of this is that I have to convince people that my like model of Android is good enough to, to do the job, to like pass, to like make people think that, that androids are good enough AIs right now. Um, Mm -hmm. so I investigate the scene. I see these things that happen. It does this really cool, like scene rebuilding thing where if you find all the clues, you can like rewind time and like see what happens. 
and you're like, oh, this guy shot this guy. But then you like look around the scene and it's like, oh, here's another clue. And then you reveal that like, oh, he shot this guy while he was holding the daughter, you know, like, so it just pops in like a new thing in the view. So it's like, okay, you know, he, the daughter may have seen this. She's probably not doing so hot right now. Um, you walk to the other side of the room and you're like, oh, this guy's dead. You rewind and you're like, oh, he was holding something. So you look around, you see his, his tablet and like, oh, he was buying a new robot. Like he was buying a newer model that probably pissed this ro- other robot off. So you walk outside and like you start conversing with him and you start like trying to diffuse the situation. And it does that like heavy rain thing of like, here's your options. If you did a certain number of things inside, you get new options that can kind of help you. And the whole time it's like showing you a success percentage, like a, like a, um, you know, the odds of success. So like it's hovering around like 50% and I'm a little concerned, like what's actually going to happen. Um, anyway, the first time yeah. I did it, I like walked up to him and I was like, Hey, like, it's not your fault. Like it's, it's a fault in your programming. And he's like, you know, it's not my fault. Like they, they, they don't respect me though. Like it's, it's kind of their fault. And then like, there's a, a prompt that comes up and this is the main problem I have with like this game and these types of games. There's a prompt that comes up and it says like, um, I don't know exactly what it says, but it it implies that I'm going to say something. But when I hit it, I actually lunge towards him, push him off the roof and like grab the girl. Um, Oh yeah. yeah, I hate that. Um, And when that (laughs) happens, or go ahead, or they give you something that is so like innocuous. It's just like, uh, hello and then you click hello and he goes off on this huge fucking monologue yeah like, oh what <laughs> and he's no. like he's like, like hey fuckhead and you're like whoa <laughs> not the tone <laughs> i was trying to use <laughs> yeah um so i do that i grab the girl and like we're safe on the thing but like as as i push him he fires off a couple shots and kills me so i've i've sacrificed myself but i saved the girl so like whoa, i i win that's points big humanity points yeah like i've won those points <laughs> But, and you know, going forward, who knows how that changes things because that's how these games work. But like Connor is now dead. I don't know how many characters are in this game. It doesn't, you know, set that stage, but, um, I won those humanity points and that dude is dead and the girl is safe. Um, so I played it a couple of times and got a couple different endings. Uh, but it was, it was cool. Like, I like what they're doing. So Connor is dead and then it just drops off and that's the end of the demo. Yeah. Yeah. The demo is just that scene. It plays like a little trailer, like, Hey, buy the game now. But, um, it doesn't like take you forward. That's good for hype. Yeah. Um, I actually thought it was, it was pretty, pretty effective. Um, it sounds like it. Yeah. I went from having no interest in this game to like 50% chance of buying it. So, (laughs) and that's, that's pretty good. That's like a 50% increase as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, let's see. I, I did play God of War. Um, I have beaten God of War. Uh, I think I think we'll probably talk about that in a little bit. I think Matt should be showing up. Um, hopefully, hopefully before this oh. is over. It's a really good game. It Are totally... you getting really spoilery? Or... No, I'm not going to spoil anything. Okay, um, I was going to say I'm out, dude. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to spoil yeah. anything. I'm, I'm, I, I muted the Discord channel, so I didn't see any of the updates. <laughs> oh no, we, we we made a whole separate thing that you just don't go into. Um, <laughs> that that Jack and I and Matt are talking about it but it's <laughs> it's really good it takes Kratos it flips him on his head it puts him in this like north mythology in a really really cool way um the combat's really cool it's different but also feels like God of War because you're still like popping people up in the air and juggling them um it like takes cues from Dark Souls almost like it's fucking cool 
Am I the farthest behind? Uh, other than maybe Jacob, who's probably not going to play it. Yes. I'm, oh, pl- I'm planning on playing it. I just haven't bought it because I have had zero money. Okay. Okay. But... So then I won't say anything then. But yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. I did, I've seen previous iterations of this game and not been interested whatsoever. And I saw a little bit of this game and it was enough for me to go, holy shit, I want that. Yeah. Yeah. You it... know, it, it's, it feels completely different from everything else I've ever seen. Uh, but also, like you said, it does still have those similarities that make it the game that it is. Yeah, you you still recognize it as God of War outside of just Kratos. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, I will say this this game, I'm a big fan of pacing. Like, I'm a huge fan of, like, things being paced properly, not wearing you out. It was, like, one of the things I felt about Avengers. Like, it's, it's mm-hmm. fucking go. It's go full speed the whole time. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a two-hour movie about the third act of a movie. Um, God of War is not that way. It it totally has its like lulls where like you get characterization that is actually like pretty well done considering it's Kratos. Um, then oh, you yeah. get like your bombastic action moments, your your boss fights that are really fucking cool. Um, yeah, there was and- a moment that I will not absolutely will not detail at all, but there was a moment that I saw that I was just like affected yeah. on a very serious emotional level, like. I really? wanted to just, yeah, I just wanted to like cry it out. Yeah. Um, and you're not even that far. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. That's, that's exactly right. I think actually probably more than two hours, but not by much. So maybe, sure. maybe like three, four or something. Um, like so let me, let me ask you, have you gotten to the lake yet? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've paddled okay. around a bit. I'd say you're probably about five hours in. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, not that it matters, but um, so yeah, yeah you've seen some stuff by now. Um, you saw a really cool fight that I love. Um, (laughs) so, so yeah, I think at some point here, um, maybe when Lyle finishes, maybe before that, um, that Matt and Jack and I are going to fucking talk about some stuff because we're exploding. We need to talk about this. (laughs) We need to, (laughs) um, I will say it was, it was really cool. Um, kind of weird actually to watch Avengers and play this game and get like the, the Norse connection, um, because of Thor and the Avengers and, and like the whole Norse setting of God of War. Um, it was just kind of weird in my head. Like it, it, yeah. I had trouble like separating the two at times. Um, it was like interesting, you know, that's, that's all I want to say about that. Ooh. Um, but yeah, if you have any like slight interest in storytelling or like cool action, I mean, you can set the difficulty down if you want to just mainly see oh, the story. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not a person that's into these type uh, combat games like i mean like the combat in the games is a type of combat that i'm not into it usually turns me off from games completely but it's worth it just for everything else like uh-huh the setting yeah. is good it's really beautiful good and storytelling the story is told very well and it goes places man um mm-hmm. it's it's cool that's that's the last we're gonna say about that for now yeah, yeah. um so last thing i'm i'm kind of asking for help on this one um otherwise i don't have too much to say about it I played two of the three original Devil May Cry games, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping one of you two can help me figure out what the fuck I'm missing because I hated them. <laughs> <laughs> I played one of them that was available on like uh, PS Now or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I don't know. It's not for me. Yeah, me either. I think the only one I've actually played was the most recent like reboot. Okay. Uh, that came out 
uh, yeah. 10 years ago now. That, something that makes like sense. That. But from what I get, that's like a totally different style of game from the original Devil May Cry. Sure. Hmm. Like, I guess it's like similar, like character action, but like I played the first game in the series and it's just like, it's a bad Resident Evil, basically. Like it's, <laughs> it's action packed, but it's got that shitty, like stationary camera that, I mean, Resident Evil came out a long, long time before Devil May Cry did like four years or some shit. So this shouldn't be happening. Um, but it had like a weird stationary camera and just like shitty puzzle solving. The combat wasn't fun. It was super repetitive. And then I like booted up the third one and I was like, okay, this is slightly different, slightly better, but still really boring. So I, I don't know what I'm missing. People love this series and I gave it a shot, but I yeah. could not, I could not yeah. do it. Um, I don't know. I felt like the one that I played had like fairly dynamic combat. Hmm. Maybe I just I didn't experience it enough. I don't know. Um, well, I mean, I, does anyone else have any like topics or random shit while we see if Matt's uh, while we stall for time? Um, let's talk I about had something on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> and I lost it. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I uh, I rewatched the Last Jedi. Okay, and I still can't really find too much wrong with it. I mean, like I, I, the things that are not perfect are forgivable to me. Sure. And I remember, like, when that came out, I had an opinion of it that was very strong. Like, yes, this is awesome, and a lot of people were unimpressed. But yeah. I just, I can't sympathize with that opinion. I feel like, I feel like it's wrong. It's to me, it is a really solid movie. I agree with you. Um, Some would even call it a film. <laughs> uh, not my hair you're splitting i don't know you keep making that joke um i yeah i i did like it i like the message i thought that the message was a little overt at times where it's like literally kylo ren being like you have to destroy the past and move into the future all this shit like like yes that that makes sense um the whole ray parentage thing which may or may not even be true it's, right. It's the fucking bad guy saying it. Why are people like jumping ship over this? Um yeah. the main problem I had with it is like nothing happened. It just <laughs> it was just like a nothing <laughs> movie like storyline wise for like most of it. Yeah, well, and I kind of compared it with before with the Empire and how it's just kind of a down note movie, but like it's still it does things without doing things. Yeah. Like uh, cinematically if, pretty fun time oh totally and and as much as it was reminiscent of like the prequel trilogy the scene on that that planet the gambling planet i don't remember what the name of it is yeah 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 yeah. um where they're like running on those fucking things like it totally has the feel of like episode one but that that whole the scene on that planet with those two characters was like the most character rich that star Wars has been in a long time. Um, <laughs> yeah. like that w- that was interesting to me. Um, I, I like what Luke did. Like he, oh. he went out like a fucking boss. Um, I thought it was hilarious when he showed up and I was like, I literally looked at Elizabeth. I was like, when did he get Jedi Rogaine? Like what, what the fuck's <laughs> happening here? And like, they totally explained that shit. They totally yeah. like, with it i was like yes that makes fucking perfect sense man i love it <laughs> i still like kylo ren as a character um he's by far the best bad guy that this fucking franchise has had um darth maul nope 
Nothing. No. Nothing character. No franchises. <laughs> nothing character. <laughs> franchises suck. Um, speaking of Star Wars, the Avengers is a Star Wars movie now. Hey, Matt. What's up? What's going on? <laughs> Not a whole lot. Welcome back. Um, you you were at the gym. How'd that go? Uh, we were late at the gym, so I apologize. <laughs> okay. no, you're, you're only 45 minutes. It's it's cool. <laughs> well, you know, Kendra Trace just had to eat dinner at six thirty. That's motherfuckers. Yeah. Y'all gotta people get their nutritional needs. Yeah. Yep, yep. Goddamn people on their dinner. <laughs> uh, so, so we were just stalling for time, waiting for you to come up before we uh, shut things down. Um, oh, so sweet. I know, I know. And then sorry to have you like come in and then do work and then dip out. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so what? What do you have? pressing from the the weeks that were the weeks that were i have only one thing and its name is battle deck all right and it's giant robots so of course i'm going to be all over that shit and i forgot just how fucking intense the lore is behind this shit too like it puts a game of thrones to shame in some places Okay. And then it whips my fucking ass every fucking <laughs> time I play it. Yeah. So here's the thing. I had an interest in that game uh, as far as like, I was like, oh, I want, I kind of want to check it out. But also I don't want to jump into something that's like way beyond me. And then I'm like, oh, well, fuck, this is too much work. Right. So it's copies the tabletop almost to a fault. Ooh. Like it's <laughs> brutal, but if you know this, like it took me a few hours to get back into. Okay, that's right. You got evasion. You got all this shit, right? So I even like I started winning like way more often than I was getting my ass kicked. Okay. Except for the fact that I lose a pilot almost every fucking mission because <laughs> of some bullshit thing, like the leg explodes, which somehow triggers <laughs> the, the fucking ammo in the other leg to explode, which triggers the chest exploding, and so my pilot gets incapacitated. But they always die. Like, it's never, no, you don't go to the sickbay for 100 days. No, you're fucking dead. And so my <laughs> so top it, pilots always end up dying to some stupid-ass idiot with a sniper from across the map that I don't even see. So it definitely sounds like something that I would have to invest way too much time for me to get into. I don't, it's pretty, like, they explain it decently. But okay, then it's up, like it's, elite it's, dangerous. I bought that. I picked it up. I was like, I'm going to fucking fully commit to this because I know it's like an investing game and you have to like really get into it. And then I played all the tutorial missions and was like, nope, fuck this too much. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's simple, but it's as complicated as you make it. It's okay. very time consuming. Like I will say that yeah. like each mission at least the story missions like some of the like the side missions and shit like you just go pick random contracts up mm-hmm. some of those will take like 20 to 30 minutes but most story missions i have failed at least once and it's always at the end due to some unforeseen oh. fucking objective they sent out there and that's like an hour and a half to two hours worth of work Dang. and luckily i usually try to save at points where it's like okay i know something's going to happen they're going to throw some kind of monkey wrench in like the last one I did, like I failed it the first time. I was like, okay, I'm going to rethink my strategy, executed it perfectly. And then they throw the fucking extraction point in the middle of a zone that has eight fucking heavy mechs out there. I have a light mech. I had a light mech and three mediums that are going to get their asses kicked. So, of course, I lost two guys doing that, but 
I finished the fucking fuck. mission. I was like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Pay me my million dollars and I'm getting the fuck out of here. Jesus. <laughs> um, but it's very fulfilling when you do win. So it's kind of like XCOM in that regard, at least. Ooh. Okay. Now, that's a good name to drop there because XCOM is one of those ones that has a very steep learning, not learning curve, a very steep difficulty, difficulty. Ramp, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like you start out and it's pretty simple and straightforward, and then by the end, it's like, holy god, everything. Is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of the same with this, especially once you start getting into different mech compositions that all have different weapon compositions, yeah. and knowing how to counter those. Like, even if you throw, they throw something at you that you're not expecting. So the difficulty so gotta... is kind of a driving factor to keep coming back and and getting better at it. It is, and then it's just going to throw some bullshit at you, like XCOM <laughs> with a ninety-nine percent missed shot, you know. Yeah. But like the customization for the mechs, like it re- brings me back to when Ooh. I was a kid playing with this shit, like spending thirty minutes figuring out the best combination of heat management, of armor, of which weapons I'm going to use, <laughs> like how I'm going to fit everything together, and then experimenting with it is just freaking phenomenal. Like they You're did so well with customization. That sounds badass. Yeah. yeah. Um, it makes me super excited for Mech Warrior in December. So <laughs> cool. so let's set the stage here for the people who don't know. Um, I've seen a lot of people thinking that this was essentially like a first person mech game, which it is not. Um what what is this play like what does this most play like? XCOM. XCOM. Okay. So it is like turn based, like almost it is a grid. Turn based tactics. Okay. It's not a grid. Okay. Like that, that's another good thing to talk about. Like it's, it's not like a grid. Like, it's distance movement. It's kind of like D and D kind of deal. Like you're, oh, you've got okay. terrain, you've got pips on the terrain that you can move to, but you've got like jump jets and shit. So you can go any which way. There's multiple ways to solve a mission. You just got to plan ahead and figure out what strategy you want to use. Okay. Um, and this, so it's, it's like almost like isometric view, like uh-huh. big battlefields, that sort of thing. Um, how are the like graphics and like engagements? Does it like look super cool? It's passable. The mechs are really detailed. Like, and when a laser hits it, it's going to drip molten metal down and explosions are cool. The camera can use some work because it gets really wonky. So I ended up turning off all the fancy camera stuff just no, so okay. I can get through the mission faster without going all crazy. Not have to deal with but that graphics are passable. Uh, cool little effects like when you're on the moon where it's dark like they're gonna have headlamps and shit like that okay so 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 maybe maybe on the level of like a starcraft or something like not super detailed but like little things that yeah definitely little things that are nice touches uh it's it's very sim too like you are managing an entire mercenary company keeping it afloat dealing with disputes and on the ship and all that kind of shit so a heavy sim and then heavy tactics so it's kind of a nice blend do you deal with like um like trade or anything like that or or just like essentially you do so each mission uh you actually negotiate whether you're going to get more upfront cash or whether you're going to take salvage uh salvage depends on what you fight and how badly you damage the mechs like if you get a headshot against the mech and cause the pilot to eject that's you're going to get that entire mech basically you're going to get three full parts you need three parts to build a mech you usually get one part at a time okay um so the way it works you decide your money and you say hey i want two top pieces of salvage you pick your two pieces and then they fill out the rest for you so, okay. and then the re- this? I'm gonna- <laughs> and then the beautiful thing like it is so detailed in regards to like the factions and shit like they got every oh. single faction in there it's earlier in 
the Battletech universe, so you're not going to have, like, the clan wars and shit just yet, which is where I came in, and that's what I fucking love. Like, it's just insane. So you're more, like, the whole thing takes its cue from the Roman Empire, like, through the beginning of the Roman Empire, through the fall of the Roman Empire, and, like, the barbarians and shit beyond, except in space with giant robots. So there's the lore, like, you build your character, it's got all the freaking factions, like, so detailed. When they're doing story missions and shit, you can highlight shit and explains, like, pages upon pages of what actually happens. And you build reputations with these factions, they give you better prices. It's insane. Like, well, I guess we should just have a moment of silence for my bank account. <laughs> It's only it's forty on bucks. Dog. Yeah, it's like 40. It's like, I think I got it for thirty. That yeah. means different things to different people. You realize? <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes me excited okay. to play that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. In in like it's five years, when I feel like I have enough time for it. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I had to beat God of War so fast, as I knew this was coming out. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, so, so speaking of God of War, before we send it off, uh, we did talk a little bit about God of War, um, and like very little about the Avengers. Do you have anything that you want to say, like anecdotally about either of those real quick? Well, I have a piece that is coming out within the next week or so, hopefully about God of War. So I'll, I'll leave that for that because I go crazy depth into the mythology of it. Crazy spoilers coming. Yeah, like major spoilers. And um, as for Avengers, I need to go see it a second time before I make my final judgment. My first judgment was like, holy shit, they actually did it. And then, but we got to wait a year to figure out if it's going to stick. It won't. Um... <laughs> so matter of factly, yeah, yeah, right. No, like, like, I don't think that I don't think the people that died this time are going to die. I think it's going to be the reverse in the final movie, and that's yes. There's a very convenient reason why the people who are mm-hmm. alive are alive. Money, it's, it's money, but also. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to. I'm not yeah. going to say anything. Don't, don't Can't spoil it. it. Can't spoil it. Um, did you see you? No. No. He's the only one who hasn't. Um, I think that that we should get together and spoil this as soon as possible on like the end of one of these or like even a separate because yeah, I want to talk about this. I want to hash some shit out with the people who feel differently than I do about certain things or the same way <laughs> or whatever. Um, oh. I have bones to pick. <laughs> we knew you would. <laughs> you know, I liked it more than I thought I would. That's good. That much I will say. Um, All right. We're going to make this a show. Uh, Jacob, I normally throw it over to you for our send off, but uh, things are in flux. We switched over to a new host. I'm not sure where this is going to be posting right away. So um, we're going to leave that off the table for now. Um, All right. But thanks everybody for listening. Um, I want you to always remember to live long and prosper and keep playing. Keep playing.